podcast where we show you that women are capable of achieving incredible things when they put in some serious effort. My name is Victoria Smith. I am a stress reduction coach and I help women reduce their stress so that they can live their most vibrant lives and they have time to do the things that matter most to them. Now, today's podcast episode is a really special one in my mind. Now, if I were to tell you I had a guest who is funny, smart, sociable, uh, empowers women, creates incredible events, brings people together, gives back to community, hustles hard, plays hard, all those things, you'd think I was talking about Superwoman, wouldn't you? Well, I kind of am, because I'm talking about Mandy Balick. So, Calgarians in particular may not have heard her name, but they'll have heard of one or the other. It's date night or the ACE class, and Mandy is the founder of both organizations. So I first got a glimpse of Mandy when I attended uh, a Babes Who Brunch event with the ACE class, and it was a phenomenal experience. I had such a good time, and it's the kind of event where... I mean, you might you you could call it networking because you are meeting women who you've never met before, and they specifically seat you separately so that you're forced to meet new people, which is absolutely incredible. But it's also, you know, part motivational, part personal development, part just a really great time and delicious food and beautiful surroundings. Like it's all the things. And so when Mandy introduced it and when I learned a bit more about the organization and about her and all the things she does, I knew I had to have her on the podcast and she was so gracious to spend the time with me. So in this interview, Mandy and I talk about a number of things. We talk about the importance of creating memorable experiences as that's at the core of both its date night and ACE class, especially considering the kind of online digital society that we live in nowadays and why it's so important for women in particular to experience these. We talk about habits that she's developed that help with her success. We talk about, you know, is it possible to become a successful entrepreneur without experiencing burnout? And, you know, is it is it possible to succeed with that kind of uh, pressure and stress on yourself? She tells us a little bit about ACE class memberships. She talks about her some of her favorite books. I did have to go and download as an audiobook her her favorite book by Danielle Laporte. And we talk about building community. We talk about so many things, basically, in a short space of time. And Mandy gets real vulnerable and honest with us, which I super appreciated. Mandy is doing a phenomenal giveaway for listeners. So no matter where you live in Canada, if there is a Babes Who Brunch or an Ace Class event near you, she is giving away a ticket to Babes Who Brunch. So you just need to make sure she's going to be doing it on social and she'll tag. Oh, that's the other thing I forgot to let you know. Guys, I changed my social media handle. The girl, (laughs) I'm the worst right now. The podcast will always remain Girl Tries Life. I I love the night. I love the title of it. I love the name of it. But my social media and the website are going to so- slowly be undergo a little bit of change to align with the business. So the new social media handle for Instagram is Stressless Ladies because that is going to be the name of my business, and I'm super excited. So Mandy will be tagging at Stressless Ladies, so you can find it on there, and she will be tagging it from the Ace Class. So you can find them at the ACE, A-C-E, class underscore. So just if you want to make sure you don't miss the giveaway for one of these tickets to the Babes Who Brunch, whichever location suits you, make sure that you follow the ACE class underscore. And I will also share it over on my social at Stress Less Ladies. 
So that's the exciting news. Now, before we get to the interview, I do want to let you know that the, that the Girl Tries Life podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network powered by ATB. Now, as it would happen, Mandy's actually, I, what I wanted to talk to you about is the ATBX, the ATBX Accelerator Program for Small Businesses. But fun fact, Mandy went through the program herself. And so we talk about it in the interview. She has a lot to say about it, so stay tuned for that, but you can find more information about it at atb.com forward slash atbx, and I will include that in today's show notes. Today's show notes are at girltrieslife.com forward slash podcast forward slash 92 for an episode number 92. That feels, guys, we're almost at 100. This feels, this feels sort of big. Feels really cool. Now, the other podcast I want to let you know about is the Back to School Again podcast. If you've been listening to my podcast for a while, you've heard me mention it a few times. Um, I want to point you towards episode number 10. And what I love about this episode, it's called Rock'em Retirement as a Music Student with Donna Dawson. And it's about a woman, Donna, who spent 35 years as a public health nurse. And while she loved her work, she also loved music. So, This is an episode all about exploring the idea of taking a degree, completing a degree primarily for personal development and not for career aspirations. So if you're in this sort of category, if you know someone in this kind of category, it's a really interesting concept of, you know, whether or not becoming a student is a new trend for retired people. So Donna pursued this master's in ethnomusicology, which she'll describe exactly what that is in the episode. And as a result, she is a multi-instrumentalist playing violin, drums, flute, and a mean ukulele. So I tell you, if I could learn one instrument, I think the ukulele is the one I would, uh, I would take up. It feels, it feels accessible for someone like me. (laughs) Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's far, far more complicated than I think, but you know, I, I like the vibe. I like the music. Okay. So without further ado, I want to head over to the interview with Mandy, and I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. Well, thank you so much, Mandy, for joining us on the podcast. Thanks for having me, Victoria. We're in this epic co-working space. Yes, Work Nicer. Yeah. Little plug for uh, for the Work Nicer tribe. This is an awesome co-working space. Yeah. We love it here. Well, so if anyone hears the background noise, that's just a lot of entrepreneurs Getting shit done. Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) So, and what's interesting about it is that this is a place that's all about community. You build community. So I was hoping you could chat to us a little bit about why building community is so important. What are your principles to make building community happen? Absolutely. You know, I... I feel like, you know, with date night, with the ACE class, everything that we do is absolutely around community. And especially with ACE, it's been incredible to see the community that is kind of coming forward and being built across the country. But really with building community, I think everything that I have built with my businesses has always been about building what I wish I had. Mm-hmm. And I think my experience of moving from Vancouver to Calgary, I had a lack of community. And I, you know, it took me a long time to make friends here. I didn't have like a, you know, my tribe around me anymore that I, uh, that I had left back in Vancouver. And so it's very interesting because I kind of, I, you know, I didn't intend that, but it's very intentional in the sense that I know, um, how important it is to have a community around you, you know, people that can support you and, you know, just those opportunities for connection. So with the events that we've ever done with date night, you know, even with the digital platforms with date night, it's really about people coming together Mm -hmm. and, 
and sharing their experiences or providing an opportunity for an experience, which, you know, life is short. Yeah. <laughs> so get out there, enjoy. Why do you think we're lacking that community? Because I feel like our parents' generation, like, seemed to have it more like the rec centers, the totally. if you went to church or whatever, like they had, they all seem to have these built-in communities. What's our generation missing? We're so busy. Yeah. We're so busy and we're so digitally connected that we're not connecting. Yeah. And that's something, you know, like everyone is so accessible now. You can find someone on social media. You can text someone. You can, you know, people expect that you're going to respond to emails at all times of the day. And so it's like artificial community, and yeah. you know, and, you know, for some people it works to have relationships online and things like that and you know personally I I know my mental health is much better when I'm face to face with somebody and yeah you're right like before before people had cell phones and iPads to play with and and all of that they went out to the rec center they went to a sports game you know they went to their community center all of that and those things still exist here but you know when you're attached to your digital devices and things like that and and the expectation of connection is always there. It's hard to it's hard to get out. Yeah. And you're sorry. I 100% skipped the who you are, what you do. So let's <laughs> rewind that real quick because I know who you are and what you do. But yeah. maybe for our listeners, absolutely. Yeah. Well, my name is Mandy Ballack. I'm the founder and CEO of It's Date Night and the Ace Class. And for those of you who don't know what Date Night is, uh, it's not a dating site. It's a guide for everything that's going on in Calgary. So we feature all sorts of great restaurants, events, date ideas, and just, you know, great things to do. And our mission with Date Night has always been and is to make relationships better through experience. The Ace Class is an acronym for Activate, Cultivate, and Empower. And those are kind of our three guiding pillars. So we activate meaningful conversation, we cultivate community and connection, and we empower each other to live our best lives. ACE's vision is to create a world where women can thrive together. So those are, those are kind of my two full-time hustles, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm involved in lots of other things. I'm on executive director for Best of Calgary, which is again, another amazing community building here in Calgary, kind of celebrating the best of the city. And yeah, I've been an entrepreneur for uh, about six years. My date night started as a university project in, at, uh, at U of C in yeah. 2012. Wow. That's incredible. Mm -hmm. But you guys have, am I correct in saying you guys have done a couple like speed dating nights? Oh yeah. Okay. We so have. it's not a dating site. Have, but you it's have not a dating like, site. You yeah. have to find your own date for everything that we tell you yeah. to do, except for speed dating, which okay. we do once a month, <laughs> which is a go. really fun social project. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny because I think for the average Calgarian, when they hear your name and all the things that you do, you are so a part of Calgary, so a part of this community, community that you yeah. would think that you're Calgarian. I know. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a converted Calgarian, right? It yeah. took me, it took me about five years of, of living here before I actually put a Flames jersey on. Yep. Canucks, uh, <laughs> man, that's but a big rivalry. It was, like, yeah, it was, yeah, it was big. But um, but no, this is this is definitely home for me. And, and I was 21 years old when I moved here. I've been here for 10 years, so you can do the math. But, you know, the city has been such an amazing space for me and, you know, creating my businesses, creating my career. My whole adult life has essentially been here. So, yeah, this yeah. is my community. <laughs> that's incredible. So back to that sort of, you wanted to create the, what you wish there was for you, what mm -hmm. you wish you had. How do you, 
maintain that connection with people. They come once, they have a great experience. Mm-hmm. How do you bring them back? Yeah, that's always, um, that's, that's the thing, right? It doesn't really matter if you're, if you're bringing people out one time, it's like, how do you be consistent? Mm-hmm. And, and, and certainly with the ACE class, because, you know, our, our pillars are about, you know, inspiring and empowering women. We want to see you often so that we can really make an impact. It's about switching content up and making sure that you're constantly asking your community what they want. Mm-hmm. So we take a lot of feedback and, and we ask for a lot of feedback and we get to know the people that are coming out to our events and you know find out what's going on for them so we can build things that are going to support them. Yeah. And that's been really, really valuable. And it, it, you know, when I first started, our signature event is an event called Babes Who Brunch. And when I first started that event, I didn't realize I was starting a business. I didn't realize the ACE class was going to become such a great movement. But we did this first brunch and we did another brunch and then we did another brunch and and it was really from the feedback we got from the women that were showing up and and taking up space in those seats that were like, this is amazing. We need this and we need this and we need this and we need this Mm -hmm. and what else, you know? And so that really put my pen to paper and I started dreaming up all the things that we could do and that's been the foundation of how the ACE class was built was through community. Yeah. So this founder series that you're doing right now, that was Mm -hmm. born from feedback. feedback? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we've, we've recognized over the past year and a half of successfully doing um, events through the ACE class that about 60% of the women that are coming to our events are entrepreneurial and they're kind of either dipping their toe in with like a side hustle or kind of just starting out. And we get lots of questions about, you know, how do I even start my business? Or, uh, you know, should I be incorporating? Or I'm a freelancer, like how do I do my taxes, right? And so those are lots of uh, lots of things that when I look back and I look at all the struggle that I had building my first business off the living room floor of my condo and working very siloed, working very alone, it takes so long to figure those things out if you don't have a community around you. Here's the the, the C word again, yeah. right? And and it can be a very, very lonely place, especially as an entrepreneur. So um, again, kind of coming back to, you know, these are the things that I wish I had. These are the things that people are coming out to our events and sharing that they need. And the founder series specifically, um, which was co-imagined with a really great uh, payment company here in, uh, called Helsum, is to help entrepreneurs anywhere from taking their idea to execution to hiring a team to you know doing their taxes to hiring a lawyer to all these things and that seem incredibly overwhelming mm-hmm. and so that really focuses on that you know brings to light that empowering theme that we have as part of our pillar of like how can we just give you the information provide you with the community and kind of hopefully put you in the right direction to get started and do it in a fun way yeah yeah totally so i i just want to throw out, i thought it was the best concept actually when I attended my first babes who brunch that even if you sign up with someone you're not sitting next to them like you guys have (laughs) name tags out like you are sitting mixed up so that you really are uh, unlike other networking events you often will go with someone and sometimes you're nervous and you stick to your comfort zone right this forces people to get comfortable with discomfort and to build that community yeah. And, uh, you know, I've met, I've like missed so many opportunities out of fear of being judged, fear of looking bad, imposter syndrome, like all those things have, you know, at one point, like I'd go hide in the bathroom or I'd come to an event and, you know, pretending to be on your phone. I think everyone's guilty of that. Like, oh, I need to be busy or like, so that I don't have to talk to somebody. And I think that's such a shame. 
and we often stay small and stay comfortable out of well just you know a desire to feel comfortable right no one wants to put themselves in those situations so yeah that's very intentional in expanding your network we put at the forefront like finding out who these women are as a person not what you do for work which I think is so important and especially when you're in a transitional time or you're not really confident in what you're doing or you don't know what you're doing or maybe you're looking for a new job and you're like shit like how am I going to go to this event and introduce myself and what I do when I don't have I'm not doing anything I don't have that I don't have that there's no elevator pitch right and so, yeah, that's why we separate people. We want you to um, expand that that network and that community. And we give you the first line too. So Babes Who Brunch is really special for that. When you come in, you know, you might get a little like get to know you bingo card or you might get a little would you rather card or something like that. And that just gives you the confidence to walk up to a complete stranger with your first line. And then, you know, some people use it, some people don't, yeah. but it's like a little safety blanket, you know? Yeah. So it's a, it's, it's just a little fun connecting tool. Yeah. Oh, that's great. So speaking of learning all the things you need to know or you don't know or that kind of stuff, you went through the ATBX program. I did. It was awesome. Good. Well, so ATB is one of the sponsors of the Alberta Podcast Amazing. Network. So this ties in super well. <laughs> what were your biggest takeaways that you think a lot of new entrepreneurs might miss? For sure. Lots of takeaways. So actually, ATBX, we can kind of credit them for the ACE class because, and it wasn't in what I intended on going there to do. So I was invited to be a part of ATBX for my other business date night. And I was, I was kind of in a really struggling period at this time. Like I, you know, I had actually just previously shut down another business and was really struggling with looking at myself as a failure. So it was a really great time that ATB invited me in and they paired me up with a mentor who I actually didn't think was going to be the right mentor for me. Like I had specifically asked that I wanted somebody to help me on the financial side and like, you know, financial modeling, like, Mm -hmm. you know, projections, like all this stuff. And uh, they paired me up with uh, Michelle Berg, who's uh, the founder of Elevated HR. She's now become a great friend of mine. And it's funny, we ran into each other at an event a couple nights before the program started. And I I was like, I don't know. I don't think this is going to work out. And we're like, okay, we'll try it. And so we tried it the first day and we kind of put up all these post-its all over the wall and we were reimagining kind of, you know, the vision for date night and the direction for date night. And what was so valuable that she did for me was brought me back to my values. And date night is about making relationships better. And I fell back in love with, you know, with that. And, and through that, we looked at the demographics that date night had. And I created the business for men thinking they would take women out on better dates and stop going to Earl's for date night. But, (laughs) but it was all women. And so it was that moment that I was like, Oh, what am I doing for women? And so that was kind of the catalyst for starting ACE back to ATB and why that was so valuable is the mentorship piece is so, so important. And finding strong advisors is so, so important when you're I guess in any part of your business, like if you just have someone that's kind of been there before that can take you under their wing a little bit and, you know, even share some lessons learned, it's so, so valuable. So I got a lot from the program, even in that one day. And honestly, I was the worst student because, and this is so typical of me because I like showed up and I was like, okay, I got what I need now. I just want to get to work. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't fully participate in all the amazing things that they offered. So if anyone is 
ever going to do that program, I would say if you're going to go all, if you're going to go in, go all in because mm-hmm. <laughs> there was a lot of really great support. So I think a lot of entrepreneurs miss kind of getting out of that like laser tunnel vision of the day to day. And the benefit that I got from ATBX was opening my eyes a little bit, getting some feedback, getting some really good outside eyes. Right. And I think that that's, that's so important. So, so yeah, that would be my takeaway. Kind of find someone that could provide you with some support, some experience there. Yeah. And I mean, to be able to match you up with a mentor, I think is incredible Mm -hmm. because like I'm lucky enough to have a mentor that I met naturally. Yeah. That's not always that easy for a lot of women. Yeah. 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 So. And it takes time. You can't just like walk around. Like when I, I remember being in university and I was like walking down the halls. I'm like, would you be my mentor? Would you be my mentor? <laughs> yeah. I feel like. And that didn't really work out. But it was once I also yeah. had something to offer them yeah. that, you know, some really great mentors and, and advisors have shown up in my life. So, yeah. Yeah. That's great. So, so much about date night and ACE class really is about these memorable events and experiences. Mm-hmm. First of all, Why? Why are events critical? Yeah, well, I think back to that point of like, we're so digitally connected, but we're not connecting. Events are in real life, mm-hmm. you know? And I I have a hospitality background. Like I worked in restaurants for a really long time. And I always really just love that side of mm-hmm. the business. And I, I just, I love people coming together. Like, and it's those, the quality time is so, so important. And, you know, that's certainly a love language of mine, mm-hmm. but you see so many opportunities for connection, relationships, like, and that all, that happens in real life and mm-hmm. in real time. And I think that, you know, I really like to create those memorable experiences. It's not just like open the doors and put people in the room yeah. and hope that the magic happens, right? You have to facilitate it. And so, you know, all of the steps and all of the things that we do are very intentional. One, to make people feel safe, to make people feel like they belong. And, um, you know, again, that's something that I've struggled with my whole life is like, that anxiety, like social anxiety and like a lack of belonging. So you would not know that based on like all the things you do. It's crazy. Like a muscle you have worked. It's crazy. Yeah. Like the, that's the biggest probably misconception about me is that I'm extroverted (laughs) and I'm, I'm not, I actually really, really struggle with social anxiety and I am very introverted. Like I really retreat sometimes and I just need to be completely by myself. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy because all the experiences I'm creating are completely the opposite. And I think I do that because I know how important it is. And so I do, I even like push myself to get into those situations because I'm always happy on the other side. It's just kind of like getting over the hump. So, so yeah, I mean, I think for, to create a successful event or an experience, I always think about the feeling. How do you want people to feel when they leave? How do you want people to feel when they arrive? And, you know, it's just those little touch points. And my whole team is is coached on, like, how we talk to people at events and how we greet them and how we make them feel when they walk through the door. And it's like, it's like they're your old best friend you haven't seen in a long time, not a stranger that you're ticking off a list, yeah. right? And so those little details are so, so important in helping people overcome any fears that they might have or hesitation that they might have that they belong there. There's something really, yeah, I think truly powerful about events and even any activity. Like I think of, I'm on a kick right now because I literally just interviewed Marlo last week, but 
bar class. Absolutely love it. Marlo's the best. She's amazing. But like that is an experience in and of itself. Mm -hmm. Like the way they, they develop, like the way they develop community, the way they leave you feeling all that kind of stuff. Like it really is about the intangibles. And I think for so many business owners, it's like, they want to focus on the tangible. What can I do? What can I like? That's the hard, the intangible is the harder part for people to crack. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I know I've been to Marlo's class too. Marlo's something special. Yeah. It's that intangible. Like she has a crazy energy. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So is there something different about events for women? What do women need versus men? You know what? I get so many, like when I tell men what I'm up to, they're so jealous. Yes. <laughs> they're like, we want to come to these events. And there's, uh, I guess, I guess to clarify why we choose to have only women at our events is, is something that I should maybe mention first. And women are not nice to each other. (laughs) And we're, that's because we're not nice to ourselves. Yeah. And back to the vision of why I, you know, what the vision and mission is of, of the ACE class. And that's to create a world where women can thrive together. We're used to competing for the one seat at the table. You know, it's like, there's only room for one woman on this panel. There's only room for one woman to speak at this conference. There's only room for like, fuck that. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry <laughs> if I'm swearing and I, am I allowed to swear? Oh, absolutely. Okay, good. Yeah. I should have clarified that first. <laughs> All good. But we, you know, there's, there's an amazing shift that's occurring and that's amazing, but we have so much work left to do. And truly I, I am so committed to helping to break down the barriers that yeah. exist of women seeing women for who they are and not competing and something very different happens when a man is at the table on how women connect with one another and so until we can fully fulfill that that vision we will have women's only events you know and some of the ace class like where you know the founder series is open for men as well but but truly we need to be kinder to ourselves this social media and the world these days with like curated images and all of that, it's getting worse. And comparison and imposter syndrome and all these things are getting in the way of fully connecting with others and supporting others. Yeah. So I don't remember what the question was. (laughs) I'm not sure I did. Oh, (laughs) events for women. Is there something different that they need than men? Yeah. So, so I think, I think it's, I think it's, about breaking down those barriers, you know? And it's, it's just like, how can we make sure that you walk out of here feeling more connected to yourself? Yeah. And for us, I think it's real talk. Vulnerability is at the forefront of everything that we do at the ACE class. And it's not sugarcoated. It's like, I want to talk to the founders that are building amazing things about their struggle. I want to talk about the dark days. I want to talk about the failures. I want to talk about resiliency. I want to talk about all of those things because someone in those seats at the event will be nodding their head and they will feel more connected. They will feel less alone and they will feel more inspired to go back into their life and do something differently, you know? And so I think that that's really the most important thing for women is recognizing and, and it's for, you know, ACE has forever changed how I see people because there's more that connects us than divides us. Yeah. So let's dive into some of that struggle then. What are some of the things that, what are some of the challenges you faced or setbacks and how have you 
come back up. So I've started three businesses in six years, which is messed up. And so I've been in this like survival mode Mm -hmm. struggle for for a long time. And there's so many amazing moments as well and so many wins. And I'm so proud of the work that I've done, but it's certainly come at the expense of my personal well-being. I have, you know, I started another, uh, another business that I had to shut down in 2016. It was a, a magazine and that was an excruciatingly difficult part of my life, but something I'm really grateful to have. And I think the thing that really I'm passionate about is the failures are there for a reason. You know, it's, I'm grateful for the lessons that I learned there because now I'm doing the work that I'm doing because of that. Yeah. And I'm making an impact in other people's life by sharing those things. Right. So, you know, I, the emotional resiliency part is it's a, it's a, it's a constant battle. Mm -hmm. I, I lost my dad this year actually in January unexpectedly. And I found out he passed away and then the next day I had, I had an ACE event and I had to show up and I had no one else that could take my spot. I had a hundred women coming to this event. I'm like, oh my God, how am I going to face this? And what was crazy is that, you know, I showed up for everybody else, but I put showing up for myself on the back burner and fast forward six months, I still hadn't done that work. Right. And I still hadn't like looked at what it is that I needed. And here I was creating this space for women and saying, we got to talk about all this stuff, but I wasn't doing the work personally. And so that's something I'm doing a lot of heavy lifting on right now is like uncovering years and years of daddy issues and, uh, you know, paying someone a lot of money and on an hourly rate to do so. But the learnings from, from, from even that is that the emotional resiliency muscle that gets developed when you're like fighting all the time and you're in that survival mode or just like pushing, pushing forward. It's there to protect you from all the things that, you know, you're maybe not ready to handle, but it also has built this wall for me that keeps me from experiencing joy and gratitude. And so that's the work that I'm trying to do is like, how do I push through that. Yeah. And so I think these are important conversations to have because anyone that is experiencing or has experienced trauma yeah. in their life, it's hard to understand why that's there and the reason that it's there yeah. or the, in the, in the moments and the times that it's there, but it's there for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I believe the reason that, you know, I've gone through some of these failures or, or struggles or, you know, this experience with my, my fa- losing my father is to help others. And that's what I've been really grateful for is that, you know, that is translating into my work. So as long as you help yourself first. Yeah. As long as you help. help uh, Yeah. Yeah. And, and certainly there's weeks where I have to, I have to do a little bit of a reality check and it's like, okay, where was your self-care this week? What did you do for you? And if I'm going to build this business and, you know, stand behind my pillars and my values, like I absolutely have to be able to walk the walk too. And that's, what's motivated me to do the work and do the heavy lifting and say, okay, where, where is this coming from? Yeah. (laughs) Right. And feeling those things because so many, you know, sometimes, sometimes you're just like, okay, failed, move, move on, move on and keep pushing, keep pushing. But 
what I realized I, I didn't do, you know, even in, in shutting down the magazine was give myself time to breathe and give myself time to think about why did this happen? What do I need? What do I need to feel? Right? Yeah. <laughs> and grieve it. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to acknowledge you for sharing that because I think that's really, I think it's a really important conversation we need to be having. Yeah. And I don't know a single woman without trauma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Our trauma all looks different. Totally. Our backgrounds all look different, but we've all got our own shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so many of us just bury it down. Yeah. And so I commend you for doing the hard work because it's not easy. It's not easy. Yeah. Yeah. It's really not. But the other side will be amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. So at the Babes Who Brunch event that I went to, there was a there was a conversation about which I mean, ties in nicely to what we're talking about here, self-care versus burnout in running a business. I 100% believe self-care is important. And yet when I hear from so many female entrepreneurs, you know, it's the hustle, 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 work hard, work hard, work hard. Is it actually possible to get to like where you're at, where, I mean, I think it was Amanda Hamilton was mm-hmm. the speaker at that time. Like, is it possible to get there in a balanced way? Have you, like, have you seen in the speakers that you've, invited to ace class women who have kept that balance the whole way so uh, yeah this it's always a this is always a fun question about like balance and everyone jokes they're like what is this yeah <laughs> what is that or word maybe balance <laughs> isn't the right word but like no i care for your well-being yeah, totally and yeah here's the trend and that is that every single woman that has spoken at our event and i would totally agree with this 100 percent, is in looking back they would have, yeah, but they didn't. And I think that's important is that your emails are always going to be there. The work mm-hmm. is always going to be there. You get to decide how fast you go. You get to de- decide how many hours you sleep. You get to decide when you're blocking your calendar out, all those things. And I think it's absolutely so important to make yourself a priority. And, you know, even this week, this week was an like such a crazy busy week and it's Friday. I feel so run down. You know, there's been like, we have six brunches in six cities happening tomorrow and I don't have an events manager and it's like, things are, things are crazy. And I, I just wish I had carved myself out a couple of hours yeah. and I was like, Oh, that was me. That's on me. That wasn't anybody else. Like I could have sacrificed something else to yeah. carve out that time. And I, you know, I think that's so important and stepping into ACE, as a professional, like with some experience behind me, I certainly am much more aware of it and I carve out the time and, mm-hmm. you know, some weeks are crazy and there's not, a, there's not a lot you can do about that, but, um, but it is so important to put self-care first and self-care doesn't mean having like bubble baths. Okay. <laughs> like yeah. it doesn't, this is like, you know, I, I drove around town for three months and I had to get air in my tire and I couldn't find the time to like go and actually go to Cal tire and like get the thing fixed. So I found myself going into the gas station every few days and like putting air in my car. And I was like, what is, what am I doing? This is so, this is how my self care is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, just pencil it in. Like I live and die by my calendar and you know, on Sunday nights I'll do my best to like get on my body, set up my workouts, Mm -hmm. create that space, we have a, a book club with Ace now, which I'm really excited about because I actually take the time to, 
you know, to read and, yeah. and, and, t- and tune out a little bit. And those boundaries are there for you to create. And, you know, whether that's like, hey, I'm going to shut my emails off at six o'clock or I'm not going to check them after eight or whatever it is, or not checking your yeah. emails or your social media in bed. I think, I think it's absolutely all possible. Like back to the question of, is it possible without the hustle? Yes, absolutely. We're so busy being busy that we forget that we're in control. So we need to create that next generation of role models who say, this is how I got here in a balanced way. (laughs) In a balanced way. And can we all be, yeah, if we all can set an example for that and, you know, recognize, especially, you know, if there's any entrepreneurs listening, if you have a small team, that team is looking at you as the example of what your culture looks like. Mm -hmm. And so if you want your culture to be like frazzled and stressed all the time, then, well, you show up frazzled and stressed. But if you want your team to, you know, find the balance in their life too, then you have to carve that out and create those boundaries too. So it's like, okay, Friday at four, we're always done. And like, you know, everyone go home or take, make it okay for a lunchtime workout or stuff like that. Like it's important. I just, on on what you were saying about, it doesn't always look like a bubble bath. I have to laugh and share this (laughs) with you because my coach has been helping me with the joy and stress of, raising toddlers Mm -hmm. and uh, she's like oh you know when you're feeling like completely overwhelmed she's like here's something you can do in the moment she's like just play your favorite song on your iphone so i did that the other day and i'm like yep i am completely at my wits end playing my song on my iphone my my son goes to me i don't like that song mummy you're like like, this is mommy's time (laughs) this is mommy's time yeah i have tried to build in my self-care there's headspace uh headspace is a great app yeah Um, i use it for meditation and um, I try and use it pretty consistently. There's like 10, 15, 20 minute blocks, but they also have this three minute SOS. So, oh. and I've done it where I'll leave the office, I'll walk to my car and I'll drive around the corner and I'll put the three minute SOS on and it just like talks you through like a little breathing exercise. And it's like, <laughs> maybe I need that. Get you off the edge. Lock myself in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then you just replay it three times in a row. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's good. Are there certain habits that you think have attributed to your success good habits um (laughs) you know what I think that um grit is the and I love uh, you know the intention of your podcast and and girl tries life is like the effort is what counts I love that perseverance is so important and I guess I've always been audacious enough to think like okay yeah sure I'll do that and just go and do it and I have a willingness to fight and to push on and what gets you know like I I look the hard stuff in the face and it's like okay yeah we got this we totally got this we've been through worse before we can do this again and so I think grit is something that is an amazing quality that I'm I'm grateful to have not a lot of people are willing to do the the hard the hard work you know and regardless if you've got the skill or the ability or the training or the schooling or the degree or the certificate or whatever it is, if you have the perseverance and the desire yeah. to do it, like you can figure it out. You are so capable. Yeah. I love that. So before we move into the five questions I asked all our guests, I was hoping you could tell our audience a little about ACE class memberships and why should they, they should get one. Absolutely. And you know what? we have something really exciting coming up and just talking about like all this self-care and burnout too. I'll share a little bit about the new 
program that we're going to be offering and it's about offering like emotional support to entrepreneurs and it's a 90-day program that I'm running with Mallory Chapman and Mallory Chapman uh, she's been an amazing friend and she uh, her and I have connected over the over the years she's the founder of Swellness Co which is a really cool fitness program and she used to be the owner of Studio Revolution so anyone in Calgary might know her but ACE memberships are really designed to support our community in a, in a bigger and more impactful way than outside of our events. So if you join the ACE class member uh, as a member, you get kind of VIP perks, you get exclusive deals, 20% off all of events, you get free access to the book club, and we we rotate a book every single month. We've got a great library of tools and resources on the website. So those are anything to support you personally or professionally. So if you're a business owner and you're looking for, you know, a budget template as an example, or a productivity planner template, or a meal planning template, or all of those things, like we're building a really great library. And then we also ha- work with awesome business partners that provide perks and deals like Poppy Barley or Fiasco, kind of get a percent off your your purchases and exclusive offers and things Someone's like that. Someone's got an in with fiasco, don't they? <laughs> Do, yes. I know a guy. I know a guy. <laughs> and uh, anyway, so all sorts of great things there. But then the business memberships are, we provide peer coaching, peer mentorship. We also, you know, we uh, curate events with our business members too. So if there's any business uh, business owners listening, um, you know, ACE can really put you in front of a, a great community of women. Um, so that's good. And then the 90-day program is going to be kicking off in January. And I'm really, really excited about it. It really ties together everything we talked about today. And it's like, you know, taking, having the emotional intelligence and the emotional support as an entrepreneur where you put yourself first mm-hmm. so that your leadership capacity can be greater, you know? And so there'll be a workshop to kick it off and then everything will be digital and there's a lot of accountability and connection. So, we're, you know, we're putting, curating uh, these amazing groups of women who are going to be supporting each other through the process. So really excited to start it's that. amazing. Yeah. God, I feel like I need to get myself a membership now. <laughs> so moving into five questions I ask everyone. What are the things or the projects that get you really fired up in a good way? It could be professional. This could be, I don't know, your Sunday night knitting. I don't know. Oh, oh gosh. I wish I knew how to knit. <laughs> <laughs> I love seeing ideas come to life. Like I'm just an ideas person. And I think that's why I've landed in the event space because they're like little mini businesses always, right? Yeah. It's like, okay, I have this idea. And then you see it come to life and you're like, okay, great. What's the next thing? Yeah. And so for me, events really are magical. We're planning a conference on International Women's Day. So right now that's, what's, pl- that's what's firing me up. And uh, if everyone can cross their fingers and toes, I'm really hoping that Danielle Laporte says yes to be our keynote speaker. Oh so my gosh. mark your calendars. Um, so that's kind of what's firing me up. Personally, I get fired up on uh, travel. Like I love, yeah. I love traveling. My fiance, James and I are kind of weekend warriors. So we'll jump on a plane and, you know, if, whether it's New York or LA or Vancouver, or the mountains, yeah. it doesn't matter. Change of scenery is so, so important to just get out of the day to day. And I think that's where that fuels where all, all my ideas come from. Yeah. It's out of the day to day. That's great. <laughs> What's the most inspiring book you've read in the past few years? So 
we just read a really awesome book in um, in book club, and it's Tiny Beautiful Things. Oh, I love right? It. Have you read it? Oh, I like. There's very few books. Usually, I read one and then I give it away. Yeah, I'm hanging on to it. Yeah, yeah, it cracked me open in so many ways. It was so emotional, and I think what I really got from that book was again, like it. it really was in line with the ACE values of like, there's so much that connects us. And these people's stories were so vulnerable and so beautiful. And uh, I laughed, I cried, like it was, it was really good. I'd really recommend that as a, as a great gift to anybody. That's a really good book. And then Danielle Laporte, I've read Firestarter Sessions like 13 times and Desire Map as well. And those are two really great books that I always actually come back to. And why I love Danielle Laporte so much is when she talks about desire map, she talks about creating goals with soul. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have a desire to the feeling at the end of the goal, you won't do the goal. You won't do the work. Yeah. And so that's a constant reminder is like, why are you doing this? Yeah. And what is the feeling you're hoping for? And that's a lot more motivating to keep going. So, do you know, and that's what we always talk about in coaching is like, how do you want to feel? What is the... Like whenever we gr- I ground someone in like a 90 day session, it's always like, what is it you want to feel at the end of it? What do you want to take away and really embody that? Because yeah, you're right. Otherwise, you're not gonna just like, oh, I feel like climbing Mount Kilimanjaro. Totally. Do you really? Yeah. Do you re- like? Do you like? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what are your go to methods for handling stress? Uh, well, I told you about Headspace, and yeah. Headspace is good, but also fitness for me. Like endorphins are you know, once you kind of get moving again, that's a really good space clearer for me. So I love spin because the music's so loud and the lights are low and you can't really do much else. So that's kind of, that's kind of my happy place, I guess as well. Writing lists that like helps me alleviate stress. So when I have lots of things on my mind, I'll just, I go through like a notebook a week, I feel like, um, but it's like rewriting the to-do list all the time. And then I at least know it's on a piece of paper so that I can kind of relax or take a few minutes. You don't have to keep it up Yeah. You don't have to keep it up there. So what's the best life lesson you've learned or advice you've been given? There's three sides to every story. So I think that, you know, there's your side, there's my side, and then there's what really happened. And I did a personal development course a couple of years ago. It was Landmark. And one thing I really got from that was there's the story of what happened and then what really happened. Mm-hmm. And so often we take things so personally and we get so emotional about like, oh my God, you made me feel this way. And it's like, did I? Did I? Or did this just happen? And then yeah. you assigned meaning based on your entire life experience that yeah. I had nothing to do with. And so I think that that's always been um, a strength for me. Um, I had to be a mediator in my family for many years. And it's really, it's really valuable to get all the information or give people a voice and let people share. And, you know, we're not always going to agree on everything. And so that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Great. And final question, Mandy, is what does it mean to you to lead your best life? You know, for me to lead my best life, I, I, I'm constantly motivated by the impact of my work when I hear about it. So for me, I have so many amazing young women on my team and seeing that the work we're doing or the work that I'm providing for them to do is like fulfilling to them. That's everything to me. And I get to kind of supercharge that because we have this amazing community with the ACE class and, and seeing the impact that's happening in other women's lives. That for me is like so fulfilling, just seeing other people thrive from the work that I'm doing right so so for me that's great and um, I think other things it's like 
feeling connected. And for me, that's like good conversation and travel and, and all of that. So, yeah. yeah, that's great. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Yeah. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thank you for taking the time to listen to this interview all the way to the end. Now, while I still have your attention, if you enjoyed this interview, if you learned something, if you found it entertaining in any way, please share that love by heading over to Apple Podcasts and leaving a rating and a review. It makes such a difference. It helps people make the decision when they're picking a new podcast to see that so many other people are invested in it and see value in it. So if you've seen some value, if you've enjoyed it, share the love. And Apple Podcast Reviews are the way to do that. And also, if you want to make sure that you don't miss future episodes, hit subscribe. It makes a big difference. Then, you know, you don't even have to worry about it. Shows up right in your little app, wherever, whatever kind of phone you use. So we're going to have one more episode for the year, guys. That's going to be next week on the 20th. And then I am going to be taking a three-week break and we will be returning on the 10th of January. So while that does seem like it's a little bit of, you know, a little while away, I think it's so important, you know, I preach self-care and rest and taking care of yourself to you guys. I need to do the same for myself and I'm actually going to be on vacation for two weeks. So I didn't want to be stressing about getting episodes out to you and all that kind of stuff. But the really cool news is that we're kicking 2019 off strong because my first guest is going to be Michelle Elman of the um, Body Positive account at Scarred Not Scared. And I tell you guys, it is such an incredible interview. You are not going to want to miss it. Again, the way to not miss it is to make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast and we're going to be doing a giveaway of her book titled Am I Ugly? It is such a powerful interview. You are going to love it. So again, next week, last episode of the year, and then we will kick 2019 off strong. Have a great week and I will see you next time. (music) 